Welcome to Ladies of Another View on Back. I am Mary and this is Jan and you've guessed it, it's Monday Gun Day. So who do we have in studio with us? Today we have Clayton Peterson with Guns and the 701 and we have Brandon Charvet, and he owns the Mandan Sporting Goods Store over in Mandan, North Dakota. So welcome to the show, gentlemen. Good to be here, yes. yes. Thank you, know, you. It's great to have you guys, especially on Monday Gun Day. We try to do this as often as we can. On Mondays, of course, mm -hmm. but uh, there's a lot of things that have been going on. I know we, we did listen to that China report, first of all, um, mm -hmm. that I don't even know where to go on that, right? They <laughs> yeah. talked about the Cold War, they talked about China, and we're talking about just saving America right here. But we're going we're gonna to visit with you guys about that, and then uh, later on we're also going to have the holiday showcase at the end that you're not going to want to miss. But, uh, gentlemen, all right, so let's just first kind of start out, um, Clayton, You've been on the show before. You've had guns in the 701. Brandon, you're a new guest to us today. But just, um, Brandon, why don't you briefly uh, tell us how you got into um, buying and selling guns and going into sporting goods? <laughs> well, I was born and raised in Mandan. And we used to have the Mars hardware back in the day. And oh, then he okay. shut down. And then I started it with my uncle, Nick. And we decided that we thought that the city needed something for guns and ammunition and stuff like that. So we started it up. Oh, great. Super. And then the relationship between you and Clayton. Clayton, why don't you quickly tell us, well, why don't you tell us about your guns in the 701, first of all? Oh, well, guns701.com, you can go there, check everything out. But Jamie and I were subbing for a, another radio station in town, and I don't know, I guess it was kind of popular. Everybody kind of asked us to do our own show, so we took a couple months, and we put it together, and it's kind of taken off. I, I've been actually kind of shocked, but uh, sure appreciative of everybody that's supporting us. Right, and you've also been with um, the um, NRA. NRA, I was there for 10 years. That's how I met Brandon. Um, he was our FFL dealer. Was, one time he was doing Mandan and Bismarck events. And right. I don't know, I suppose we were doing 100 plus guns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. So we had some big events then. So for the viewers that don't know, what does FFL stand for? Federal Firearms License. Okay. Yes. And so right now, if somebody new that does not have a firearm wants to go out and purchase one, they need to go where and do what? Well, they need to go to Mandan Sporting Goods. Right on, right on. <laughs> and, and I'll let Brandon walk them through that. Yeah, basically, it's, it's, not, it's not real tough. You fill out a form. Uh, we call in the information. And basically, once the form comes back, it's either approved or in a deny or uh, delayed status. Most of the time, it's approved, and you get to walk out the same day with the gun. So who does or does not approve that? It's, it's the, the, called it's, the NICS background check system. It's the FBI. It's the FBI. So ATF. Yeah. Well, there's, there's changes coming up, you know, um, so that's yes. why I'm kind of making that clear. Because right now way. it's pretty basic. Yeah, not going to be as of the day. So like why that. don't you talk to us about that? That It's called the Safer Communities Act. And to me, <laughs> I don't know that it's anything about being our, making our community safer, but here yeah. it is. It's a bipartisan uh, Bill, S-2938, and you can kind of take a look at that on congress.gov. But um, Clayton, why don't you tell us what that's all about? Well, essentially, it, it's part of a bigger package. They kind of named it like they always do something that might sound fuzzy and warm. <laughs> but uh, essentially, it's going to change really how 18 to 20-year-olds are able to purchase firearms. You, know, you can vote, you can pay taxes, die for your country, but... We'll make it more restrictive for you to exercise your Second Amendment now. But, and there's going to be some big changes, and that's why Brandon needs to talk on that, especially to the electronic uh, form that you're going to be filling out and what's going to happen on that. 
So why don't you tell us, Brandon, what, what is different about it? Well, first of all, about how many, or what's the percentage of um, license or guns that you have to say no on, that, that people come into your store? How many, how many are rejected, like, sorry, you can't buy a gun? It doesn't happen very often. I would say percentage-wise, it's, it's probably less than 3%. Okay. And so, for, and I don't even want to go down this rabbit hole, but for that 3%, then, um, they're not... They can't buy a gun legally. Does that mean that, hey, they'll never buy a gun? Not from a licensed federal firearms dealer. Right. But you, they, they but can still buy a gun. They'll still get their hands on them. <laughs> on the black market, correct? Well, I've always said you can, you can get out of prison. You have 30 years in the prison. You could walk to the local uh, library, get on a computer, go on BizMan Online, and you go to the gun section and there's pages. I mean, you could, I mean, it, it's not tough. To, you can bypass anybody that's trying to do it. I'm doing it legally. I mean, my store's been open 15 years. Um, I have to abide by all the ATF and uh, FBI regulations right. and all their stuff that I have to go through to do it right. And th there's just so many loopholes where you, you can go around that so easily to get a gun. I mean, so is that their excuse for trying to put this legislation forward? Is that they're trying to tighten that down a little bit? Well, they are, but the, I read through it a little bit. I didn't read the whole, the whole, the whole deal, but the, the legislation that they're trying to pass is totally hitting the point of it and the whole mark of it. I mean, it's not, it's not, I mean, I know what they need to do, but it's, anything this they're doing here is just, it's not, it's not gonna help. Essentially, they're doing like they have with any other kind of, of gun control bill. It'll make it harder for those that are already following the law. It'll make it harder for a law-abiding person to purchase a firearm especially if you're 18 to 20 years old. I mean, when you go in and you fill out the 4473, which is the form you'd fill out, you fill everything out, you're either gonna get a, a proceed, a delay, or a deny. That's pretty much the three things. Well, most of them are proceed, meaning you may proceed with it. A delay is about three to five days, generally. Yeah, yeah. And right. then a deny, which, and here's the interesting thing, when we were doing banquets, if you're denied, you probably know you've been denied before. And that doesn't change because there's something in your background. Um, but I'll, I'll second that now. There's been, I bet you, at least 15 to 20 people that when you get denied, you can go through an appeal process. You if you feel that you've, you might have a record from the past, but if yeah. you've, I won't say done your time, I'm not saying anybody was in prison or jail or whatever, but you know, there's a lot of things that happen on the state side, and I'm not throwing anybody under the bus here, but there's a lot of paperwork-wise that when you get charged with something that don't get cleared up on a state side, and the federal government don't see that it's not cleared up on the state side then, and then they deny you. So what you can do is an appeal process, and I, I literally in the last 15 years have had at least 15 to 20 customers that have filed that appeal process, and they give them a, a NICS number then, where they reverse their decision as far as okay. it being denied. All right, Good okay, so yeah, that is great information to have. You know, I wanna talk a little bit more about that and the letter regarding the ATF. But we're gonna to have to take a quick break first. And uh, we're gonna come right back with more on Ladies of Another View on Beck on Monday Gun Day. Lauer Auto Repair, 309 South Washington Street. That's right here in Bismarck. Doug and the boys, that's a pro Second Amendment shop. Anybody out watching this show is pro Second Amendment. You don't want to give your money to somebody who's not pro Second Amendment. They might be nice people. They might run a good shop. Doug and his boys run a great shop. They treat you right, fair pricing. They get your job done quick, and you know it's going to a pro Second Amendment shop. Deer season coming up. Get that hunting rig in there. Get that baby tuned up. 
Doug will get that thing humming like a kitten for you, and you can go through, and all you got to have to worry about is filling that tag and getting that big buck. Welcome back to Ladies of Another View on Beck on Monday Gun Day. We've been visiting with Clayton Peterson, and he is has the podcast uh, where he's a co-host of Guns and the 701, and we also have Brandon Sharvet, and he owns Mandan Sporting Goods, a locally owned sporting goods store where you can buy guns and ammo and anything else gun-related. <laughs> um, welcome back to the show, guys. You know, um, before the break, we were kind of talking about this uh, Safer Communities Act, which... Um, you know, whenever the government says they're going to make you safe, I feel <laughs> almost violated. But uh, let's talk a little bit about, I guess, the ATF then went ahead and sent out a letter. They did. What they did is they sent out, and I think you guys have yeah, this. Yeah, I have a graphic for that. Let's take a look. And, and basically what they did, they sent this out to let every FFL dealer know that there's going to be changes coming up on November 14th, and it was going to affect people that were going to be under the age of 21, which is 18 to 20-year-olds enhanced background checks as they called it which it, to me it just means that it's going to be a bigger infringement for those that are adults at 18 to 20 right. years old so if you look right down about the sixth line it says they're looking at um uh, adjudication information and or mental health prohibition <laughs> and i knew this was coming up and i think this mm -hmm. kind of tags along in the in the big plan the one world order plan right they talk about depression mental health. Well, what has happened in the last two years? We have had COVID. And so what are they talking about all these students? Oh, you, if you're depressed, you know, talk to somebody about it. You know, there's no. depression, depression, depression. And all of a sudden you have something like that on your medical records. And now, according to this new Community Cares uh, Act, they can check on some of that information. And if you are listed as being depressed, I would say nine times out of 10, you're not going to get a permit. I imagine there'll be a delay or a deny right. uh, on the FFL check. Wow. Right. How can they prove anything with one thing on a line, on a piece of paper? I mean, it, I had a child that was uh, labeled with attention deficit, not the hyperactivity, but, mm -hmm. you know, kids get spacey. You know, they're looking at somebody playing over here when they should be working at what's on their desk. They get labeled. I luckily had a counselor that said, hey, your child's going from early grade school to sixth grade and into middle school. Do you want us to take this off the record? Otherwise, it will follow them for the rest Sorry. of their days. <laughs> I'm imagining that some of this kind of stuff's going to be the same thing. Oh, it absolutely will. And within this bill, which was Senate Bill 2938, I believe I'm looking correctly. Yeah, i got to look my old man glasses. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> there's a ton of money in this thing, too, structured. It's going to go to state health departments. They're, they're calling them block grants or grants oh, they can boy. get. So to me, if you really want to stop this stuff, you got to get up here to the legislature this session coming up in January, start questioning this stuff, and don't let them do it. Uh, the legislature needs to put a clamp on what they can and cannot apply for. I guarantee you this is going to be a backdoor to red flag type laws. Absolutely. And you talk about a kid who goes in and says, hey, I'm a little depressed, or I've had this issue, or I'm thinking of this. You're darn right, that's going to follow them around, and I, I guarantee you this is going to be a way to stop them from exercising their Second Amendment when there may not be an issue. They may be too young. They may be experiencing something in the family that's temporary. I mean, not that they don't need help right. if they're going for that, but it shouldn't be something that ruins their life. 
And that's mm -hmm. what we're talking about. And it's almost like they're taking just little bits and pieces of your Absolutely. freedom. Just bits and pieces. So if you just, you're not as likely to notice it if they take just a little bit at a time. Then all of a sudden you wake up in, you know, two years, five years, 10 years, and all of a sudden we're full-blown gun restrictions. Well, you know what they did. So they, they had all these shootings, which, by the way, they really aren't up from what they were. They just report them more. In schools by teenagers under the age of 21. What they do, they segment that out, and then they attack that because that's something that probably won't raise a big fuss within the general public, and it didn't. I mean, I wrote my little thing and sent it off, and to the credit of our senators in both North and South Dakota, they voted against this. Um, well, Kramer was absent, but he had... Yeah. And we I know think what we his, have that graphic, too, yeah. as far as those... If I remember right, that's when he had his accident with his hand and he wasn't home. So, but Kevin's a staunch second and So second these were all amendment. the ones, there were 65 of them that voted yay, and then... And there's we, 14 communist rhinos on that list, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and then for North Dakota, Kramer was not voting, and then Hoven did vote nay. So yep. thank goodness for that. Yes. But, uh, Brandon, let's uh, kind of shift gears. Same thing but we're talking about these 18 to 21 year olds so like you know usually dad or uncle or someone comes in and buys a gun how many 18 to 21 year olds are actually buying their own firearms you know i wouldn't say percentage wise i don't know but it's 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 a fair number of people that come in by guns that are younger there are i got a lot of good customers that come in and buy handguns and rifles and shotguns from me but percentage wise i would say that for for my sales at my store at least would be probably under 25 percent Sure. And do you ever see it, or either one of you can answer this, do you ever see it that if a gun is registered in one person's name, um, how, un how likely will it be in the future that they're going to say only that person can shoot that gun? You know what I'm saying? Because well, right now... They've already tried that. They've already tried that. Um, in what way? There have been several bills in Congress. They just didn't make it out of committee. See, everyone yeah. sees the highlights. Right. I go watch the committee meetings. You know, when you get into your judiciary committees, or even, this one originated in health and human services. <laughs> and that, that's, that's troubling because a lot of those people are appointed, not elected. Very and, much so. And they're having way too much say in what's happening. And luckily within these committees, for the most part, it's been shot down. But there's many times, well, you can remember several times, I'm sure, with Brandon, when they were talking about, you know, one a month type stuff. Or, what do you mean one a month? Well, you know, restricting you to only being able to buy one gun a month. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it's little things. Or even like ammunition. That. Or even ammunition. Like California. You want yeah. to talk California. I mean, they, they limit, limit you how many rounds you can buy per day. Well, Illinois has the FOID card. And the FOID card is your firearms owner identification card that allows you to purchase a firearm and or ammunition. You can't buy ammunition without it. Minnesota's the same way. Certain yeah. counties in Minnesota where so, if you want to buy an AR-style weapon, you have to go get a card from the local police department or the sheriff's department before mm -hmm. you can actually purchase, purchase any kind of weapon like that. So, and again, I go back to, but criminals can pretty much get a gun anywhere, anytime, <laughs> any time of day. They, it's not just business hours. You're open from, what, 8 to 5? They can buy a gun anywhere, anytime, for any reason, but yet law-abiding citizens and young, young adults, 18 to 21-year-olds, are going to be stopped from, uh, from doing this, but yet a criminal will get it done no matter what. That's how it always is. Right. Wow. Well, it seems that more and more, um, when they try to restrict our rights, we aren't, we aren't catching up until way too much later. They're, yeah. they're, they're biting it off little by little, and it, pretty soon we'll just be in a, and I can I tell know, you right communist... Now, 
Socialist? <laughs> Whatever. I think we're probably past socialist at this point in yeah. a lot of ways. But you look at what, what's happening, and, and Brandon can touch on this because he is the, the dealer that deals with this. You, they went to electronics here, what, five years ago? It's even been longer. Where you it's probably been a little Fill longer. out your form and do it, and it's really kind of convenient. Well, now, an 18 to 20-year-old, there's a whole new parameter for that. There's new ID numbers. I'm sure it's to discourage those people from buying them at all. They don't want, they don't want, our current administration does not want you to be purchasing or having any ease of purchase or owning them. But I let that brand and kind of go out. Yeah, they, they, they changed everything up as far as even when, if you still, we, we do both. We right. do the electronic filing where we put everybody's information in on the computer. And then we still phone call them in too, but they, they've totally changed all that now in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. We're now under 18 to 20 year olds. Before we can jump to the next segment, we got to actually put their physical address in, and then it'll allow you to go to the next segment. So they got, I mean, right. before on a normal form, I mean, before this, this act, whatever it was, went into effect, it, it was they never asked for your, any other information other than the place, place of birth. Um, if you're, you're, you're allowed optional if you want to put your social security number down, um, but any personal information was never had, had to be offered, and now that's basically all got to be wow. offered. Okay, so we're going to have to take another quick break, but we're going to come back and kind of finish up on this. But uh, let's take a look at the words from our sponsors and be sure to support them. We even have Brandon's commercial on. <laughs> and so we'll be right back after this with more on Ladies of Another View on Back. Guns in the 701 is sponsored by the Blind Guy of North Dakota for all your custom window coverings. You can contact them at 701-222-3932. They're freedom-minded, they're patriotic, and they love the Second Amendment. This husband-wife team was born and raised right here in North Dakota and based out of Bismarck. Again, for your Second Amendment company, for all your custom window coverings, the Blind Guy of North Dakota, 701 222 3932 or visit them on the web at blindguynd.com. Welcome back to Ladies Up Another View on Monday Gun Day. And we've been visiting with Clayton and Brandon here regarding some gun issues. And, and the one was the Safer Communities Act. Why don't we kind of quickly talk about the business side of it that you pointed out? Yeah, I and mean, that was one, when I was reading through this thing, this is an 11-page just little piece of this bill. But in Section 12002, it's called the Engaged in Business and what they're going to define it as. It, you know, it used to be with the principal objective of a livelihood and profit like what Brandon would be doing. They're gonna change that now to with the principal objective uh, predominantly to earn profit. So it's too, it, it became more vague. My issue with this whole thing is, is if you put it in there to predominantly earn a profit, so if I say I go to a gun show and I'm liquidating 15 firearms, which I would never do. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be clear. Yes. <laughs> and if, you know, I'm selling them for more than what I bought them for, which is pretty easy in today's world. Right. Sure. So now, did I just violate this and become a felon? Oh. A lot of judges are going to say no, because it was a private sale. 
When I could see a leftist judge that has an ideology that wants to destroy the Second Amendment going after you for violating this particular act under this section. So would that apply also to an FFL? No, there's that interesting as that. <laughs> it's actually right there. It talks about how FFL dealers are actually excluded from this. So just individuals <laughs> couldn't make a profit on the sale of their firearm. That's potentially. I mean, that's kind of the potential there, yeah. I mean, they're saying it's going to be because they're trying to stop acts of terrorism and things like that, but that has nothing. This wow. is a, just a little bitty piece that kind of opens that back door to go after the private sale. You know, mm -hmm. you, they've always talked about the gun show loophole. Mm -hmm. I mean, they really seriously wanted to have it at one time. And Beijing Biden was one of the biggest guys when he was a senator in there talking about that, that if I wanted to give my son my gun, mm -hmm. oh, no, he's going to have to go to an FFL, and then the FFL would have to transfer oh, it to him. Right. And if he's under 20, he's going to have more paperwork. Oh, more <laughs> ridiculousness. Right. Sounds like, it, okay, so uh, I hate to switch gears, but we only have you for another five minutes or so. Sure. But to, on the break, Brandon, you had told us something that... Even Clayton didn't know about new yeah. regulations for the military, or not for the military, but for law enforcement. Why don't yeah. you tell us about that? So what I found out, and just through the people I know and whatnot, that uh, actually here before September 30th of this year, that all our local law enforcement, so that would be PD, SWAT team, local sheriff's departments, uh, actually had to turn in all their suppressors and silencers into the, back into the government. And they actually went back to the Army, and they were uh, certified destroyed. Why on earth would anything like that happen? I, you know, I, I don't, I can't answer that question. And it was um, just for them professionally, just, not personally. As far as I know, for what what the what he did right now would be just just for law enforcement, military. Yep. But so anybody now that SWAT team wise, that has been for twenty years been using a silencer with their guns to protect us. They don't have them no more, so is that and they're part all destroyed. Of Part of defunding police? You know, I don't, I, the, the angle that, that he's trying to go with on this, I have no idea, but it makes no sense to me. Oh my. And it makes no sense, especially if you, you're a sniper and you have someone, whether they're robbing a bank or they've kidnapped somebody and they're on a roof and you're trying to get rid of this person right. because they're committing a crime, you know, right. murder, bank robbery, yes. whatever it is. But a sniper then, does not have the secrecy or the element of surprise or anything no, like that because they're going to hear the shot that makes no sense well I mean, and if you have a large crowd you don't want to hear the shot no. you don't want to cause a you riot. just want to take care of the threat yes right. quietly threat. oh man wow. that was something i hadn't even heard about and I'm i don't think a lot of people now. have and so that's nationwide just statewide or what we don't know you know i don't know enough about it i just know locally what i've heard i've, I've, I've backed it up i i know this happened um I, I just I just don't know if that was on a nation level or just a, you know I would guess it is though I can't imagine. I would imagine it. It was probably a directive that came probably from ATF. But I even went I online. Where it come from? I went online before we came here just to purposely <laughs> we try to, to find, find that. There's you won't find nothing. There's nothing. Wow. So. So maybe I need to call a local law enforcement officer and get them on, or maybe just have them make a statement. Know. Right. They may or may not know either. If they weren't one of them that had to turn it in. Because, you know, previously, you know, they could have a full auto, a class three firearm. They could right. have suppressed. And they didn't have to go through the whole thing like we do to have them. No, it's civilians. really simple for them. So no. for them to have to turn them in, guys, where that, that sure sounds like confiscation to me. Well, and where's it going from and there? where's it going from there? If it's really yeah. weird on my point as far as it, them taking it away from law enforcement first before they try to do something 
for the civilian side. Yeah, it's strange. It's you strange. know, that's kind of scary. It, it is. I know I'm going to be looking up more, and if we find anything, I'm going to be putting on Wednesday show. <laughs> <laughs> right? Wow, that is, I mean, it's alarming is what it is. Yeah. It's like, because we don't know what direction, for what reason, it, right. it's not announced, and that's just it. It's these little tiny bits and pieces of things that happen in the night and that we're not aware of, and then all of a sudden, one day you wake up and you find mm. out that this is illegal or that's illegal or you can't do this and you can't do that. It's yep. all socialism and leading to communism, and if you, if yeah, and I know our viewers are on the same page oh, for yeah. the most part but it's like we got to spread the word you got to share it that this is not this is not just yeah. some make-believe uh, information no, this is real stuff this is real stuff that's you can look this on. bill up guys this one it's senate bill 2938 and it took place in the in uh, the 117th congress wow which will be ending soon <laughs> wow so in all of the things that have been happening as of of late um it's harder to get supplies in any realm of any business. <laughs> Are you seeing the same thing, Brandon? I'm very much so. It's really tough to try to run a business where before you'd rely on your warehouses or distribution centers and now I'm taking quantities of stuff when they offer it that I haven't seen it for two years that are, I mean, it, it, it is so tough to try to run a small bit, especially a gun shop, you know? I mean, Biden's trying to shut down small business anyway, and then if he gets a gun shop, that's just a bonus for him. Well, as you we know? were talking, one of the big, I knew AccuSport, which was a big wholesaler, yep. but I had no clue that another one had shut down. Pellet Brothers shut down in they the They were lot. huge. Yeah. Wow. So your big wholesalers now are, are going out of business. Right. So that means I'm even having that much less people that I can try to find supplies for mm -hmm. to supply to my customers that want guns and whatever else they want, right. accessories, whatever, you know, I mean, it's. So the bottom line is people need to be patient with you because it's not your fault. <laughs> patient with me, it's not my fault. You might have to switch grain weights on your you know, ammo that you're shooting. You might have to buy a different gun of maybe the ammo that I have on my shelf. I mean, it's just the way the world is That's right now. Horrible. You know? I might have to get another gun. Yeah, right. You might have to, yeah. <laughs> for all you gun enthusiasts, you know, if you are looking for Christmas items, <clears throat> excuse me, Christmas items, stocking stuffers, whatever it is, Check out Brandon at his uh, shop over on Main Street, Mandan. It's Mandan Sporting Goods. Uh, what's the phone number over there? Phone number is 701-751-1026. Yeah, and thanks for sharing the information about uh, yeah. the, I want to say young adults, 18 to 21, as far as having to sign up. So if anyone's getting a gun for Christmas, go in there and get the paperwork done early, just so that, it, that it is done. Yes. But, but uh, And give a shout out to Hoven for standing up for gun rights here in North Dakota. And uh, I'm sure Kramer's fingers healed and he would have voted the same way <laughs> yeah. anyway. But uh, I want to thank you guys for being here today. We're going to have to take appreciate a break and say goodbye to you for now. But we appreciate all the information. And please keep us updated if anything else comes up. And we'll be right back after this with more. And we'll have the holiday showcase. <laughs>